Welcome back to the Think Media Podcast. Sean Cannell here, and we are in our YouTube Secrets series talking about the perfect video recipe. Today's episode is brought to you by YTSecrets.com. The second edition of YouTube Secrets is out now, and you can check out links and some cool stuff in the show notes of every episode. But we're talking about the perfect video recipe. After posting thousands of videos, helping tens of thousands of people grow their YouTube channels, get silver play buttons, accomplish their goals, grow their businesses, get more leads and customers. So many different goals that people have when it comes to YouTube. But it comes down to a recipe, though, of how do you get reach? How do you get discovered? How do you get recommended in the YouTube algorithm? And after interviewing experts and studying the best of the best, uh, we've distilled it down into four ingredients. It's the big idea. It's the hook, it's the content, and it's the transition. And you can check out the archives of the Think Media podcast to check out part one and two. But in three here, we're talking about content. Um, And again, I think of these ingredients like cooking in the kitchen. And let me know. Are you uh, a cooker yourself? Are you an eater? You know, or do you like to eat more or cook more or both? And, um, you know, when you first start cooking, if you have if you don't have those skills, sometimes you make mistakes. You overcook the chicken, the oven, you left it in too long, you added too much salt, and that can be a lot uh, of our experiences when it comes to YouTube as well. Your first video is your worst video. You know, you the audio was messed up, you were kind of, your voice was kind of high because you were sort of nervous. Um, you know, you, you had a weird kind of twitch, you know, happening on your face because you were nervous. Uh, like, whatever was, ha- like, you, you wore the wrong really liney shirt, maybe like I'm wearing right now, and it like showed up on camera weird, the video was lit weird, you're going to make mistakes. But over time, as you keep working the recipe, as you keep mastering the ingredients, and as you also keep learning how to cook up the ingredients, you know, when you're cooking, it's not just about the ingredients themselves. It's about the temperature of the stove. It's about how long do you leave it in. It's about the order. It's about the cadence. And YouTube's similar. Creating content is no easy thing. And so that's why we've designed this recipe. And so after you've done uh, the big idea and quick recap, and that's a great topic, a great title, a great thumbnail, and then you've really crafted your hook, which is the first 30 seconds to a minute plus of your video, then you, of course, get into the core content. And this is really everything. I mean, everything leading up to this point was critical because no one's going to care about the content if they don't click on the video in the first place or if they don't keep watching and you don't convince them to continue watching through the first few seconds of your video. But now you're into the main substance. This is the meat and the potatoes, right? And so here's your goal. You can use these four tips to double the views on your next YouTube video. Number one, quickly deliver on the promise you made on the title, okay? And so now that you're into the content, a mistake you could make is taking too much time to go off on rabbit trails, to get distracted. The more quickly you deliver on the promise you make on your YouTube title, the better. And this is actually a way to summarize success on YouTube. Make a promise in the title and deliver it in the video. Success on YouTube isn't because you have the best camera or the best lighting. There have been times when I was researching and pursuing the purchase of a pressure washer. In fact, now that I think about it, that pressure washer that I purchased has actually been stolen for years now by Kyle Anderson on the Think Media team, but I digress. I was pursuing what pressure washer should I buy? And I started to look up different brands and I found this Honda pressure washer 
and I started to go to YouTube. And the video I found about it was from somebody who had a really cool shop. They had a nice barn, you know, where they had their various tools and they were breaking down all the tool, all the aspects and the features and the different setting levels and the different nozzles of this pressure washer. Now I can't, I'll never forget this video. I've never seen a more shaky, sketchy, horribly shot video it was shot on a smartphone. He's like on one hand, he's using the gun and pressure washers are kind of use a lot of pressure, a lot of, you know, force on, on that. So it's hard to do with one hand. He's trying to film with the other hand. It, it kind of looks like maybe he had two, three, four, five drinks before he filmed the video. I mean, it's shaky. Like things are crazy. The audio is not the best in the world, but I was watching this video. I didn't care about those things. The promise in the title was like, what is the best Honda pressure washer? And clearly, I could see that actually he knew what he was talking about and I was getting answers to my questions. So sometimes people overthink YouTube, like make a promise in the title and deliver on the promise in the content. The mistake here is adding too much fluff around it. Like just having other stuff like, hey, you're not getting to the point. Why are you bringing this up? Why do I need to know that Kyle stole your pressure washer? Like what does that have to do with the story? I don't know. And so this is a longer podcast, my friend. This is not an optimized, perfectly dialed in YouTube video. This is a video podcast. Let's stay focused. Quickly deliver on the promise you made on the title. Trim the fluff. Make your video half short and twice strong. Tip number two is prepare and outline your points ahead of time. Thank God, and one of the reasons why I hope this content is halfway decent is that I have an outline I'm looking to, I'm looking at on my laptop right now. Now, if you're on the audio podcast, what you don't see is that on my desk is a stopwatch to keep me as concise as possible. I'm at six minutes and five seconds right now at the recording of this. I've got my laptop, and I know what episode I'm on of our podcast. I've got the the big idea. These are four tips that will double your views. And then I've got my four points. Number one, quickly deliver on the promise you made on the title. Number two, prepare and outline your points. It's a meta example, but it's I'm showing up organized so there is substance and structure to this content. So that also you can walk away as a viewer or a listener and actually walk away with four clear tips. Huge mistake I see a lot of people make is they kind of just hit record and they just, they just kind of randomly communicate. Listen, Sometimes that might work. There may be is a moment where you get something off your chat, your chest, you kind of rant a little bit and that emotion's powerful. And every once in a while, we'll see a YouTube video where someone's just sharing right from the heart and there, that has a time and place. But typically, prior planning prevents poor performance. So just prepare and outline points ahead of time. If it's entertainment content, bring a structure to it. Every good movie has a story structure to it. There's character development, there's the conflict, there's building tension, right? There's conflict resolution. Um, there's a structure to it. There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. And so think about what is the structure of your content. It's gonna be a lot better and it's gonna help you get more views, higher audience retention, which will ultimately trigger the YouTube algorithm. The third tip for improving your content is use visuals. Now, this is a real practical tip. If you're not video editing, you can still use visuals. If you're just live streaming, you can still use visuals. What do I mean? This could be a whiteboard. Like one of the ways that I watch a, a show, I watch one rental at a time. It's a really cool uh, real estate kind of based channel. Uh, but the creator there, he does what's called the daily financial news. What he does is he streams every morning around 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And he's in front of a whiteboard and he writes out the 
eight to nine headlines and topics he wants to deliver. It's about 10 minutes long and it's incredibly valuable and he's speaking out of his skill set and his knowledge. And so he hits go live. He delivers the information. He often, he'll do it on the road too. He committed to going a thousand days in a row doing it. So even if he was traveling or it's the weekend, he committed to doing it. So sometimes he's sitting in a chair and he has, number two, he's outlined his points. So he'll deliver it off a sticky note or off a notepad. And so there's a structure to all of the financial news that he wants to deliver. Um, But when he's in his studio, he has his whiteboard and it gives him structure right? It also gives the audience something to look at, what's coming up. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is also is note cards. And what do I mean? If you have four or five points in your video, you can write the points on note cards and hold them up one at a time. And that's also keeps it's something visual happening. So you're not just talking on camera with nothing else happening. This is why in films or in drama or in theater, they use props. Is there any props that you could include in your video? Visuals. So again, even if you don't do any fancy editing, you can pre-plan visuals that will make your video more interesting. Now, another way to do visuals would be kind of like having a slide deck. I live stream with a software called StreamYard. You, of course, could do this with Zoom or any other live streaming software. And I'm able to share slides, which is kind of like a web presentation, a webinar, which is a web seminar, right? And I have a slide deck that I make in PowerPoint, or you could just use Google Slides or, um, you know, Apple's uh, presenter software, whatever it's called, and you can use different visuals. Again, it makes it more interesting for the viewer. Now, this doesn't just mean you do this for live streaming, although what's nice about it is you usually, you're not editing video in live streaming, so it's a way to bring in more visuals when you are. But even if you were to record Uh, With visuals, sometimes people put a TV behind them and they click through slides like a presentation. And then you take that 18-minute or 32-minute presentation, edit that down, chop your ums out, chop out the the weak parts or the parts where you messed up. And nevertheless, the visuals powered up the content. What's our goal here? With the big idea and with the hook, with the big idea, we're trying to get people to click on the video. With the hook, we're trying to keep them watching for the first 30 seconds. Now with the content, we're trying to keep them watching till the end. So we want to be quickly delivering on the promise. We want a strong outline and a structure to the video so it stays interesting and organized. And then if we have visuals, there's even more reasons to keep the viewer engaged, which brings us to number four, and that is video editing. Video editing is one of the absolute best ways. I believe it is an essential way that typically when you study most viral videos, when you study most of the content that's winning on YouTube today, it is, it has video editing. There's just, nobody can be as good extemporaneously or just straight through communicating than they can be compared to when they're edited. When you're, when you edit the video, you can cut out breaks and ums and mistakes. You can, you can trim down the fluff. You can cut out whole sections, but more importantly, you can also add graphics or extra video clips You can intersperse, not just a little bit of you talking, but maybe a clip and an example. You can edit together um, vlog style education videos, meaning you could talk a little bit in your living room and then you're in your kitchen and then you're outside and then you're in the car. It's more interesting when you include video editing. And so embracing video editing, learning it, it can be a challenge. Here's your, as a listener and watcher of this podcast, you either got to learn it yourself. 
spend some time doing it, hire somebody, delegate it. But if you really want to power up your content, you really want to invest in video editing. It's a key. It's going to be a key to holding the viewer attention. And studies have really shown that actually you want to, the best YouTube videos, they change the scene every three to five seconds. So there's a lot happening. Like it's, and, and there's a, there's, when it comes to video editing, sometimes it can feel forced. It's a whole art form. Like it could sometimes feel forced and kind of, it takes away from the content, but when there's good timing and there's a good cadence to it, and the editor themselves has a good sense of when cuts should be and and uh, the the smoothness of it all, it could change everything. And so jump cuts, transitions, graphics, extra video clips, once, when you take your content to that level, now your perfect video recipe is going to another level. Now you're going from just you know a one-star breakfast diner to a five-star restaurant experience, and you start getting five-star results when it comes to uh, YouTube views, YouTube subscribers. And so um, which of the perfect video recipe elements do you need to work on most, or maybe all of them? In recap, in part one, we talked about the big idea, part two, the hook, this is part three, we're talking about leveling up your content, and then in the next episode, we're gonna be talking about the transition. And today's episode is brought to you by ytsecrets.com. The second edition of YouTube Secrets is out. Uh, In addition, in, in the content ingredient, there is actually 10 different spices. See what we did there? Um, And so there's not just the big ingredients, but there's 10 different spices of how you can also spice up your content and make it even better. And so um, that is for a conversation for another day, or you can find that inside of the book. YouTube Secrets, second edition is what it's called. You can check out links in the show notes. And if you've been getting value out of this, rating, reviewing, or liking this podcast episode means the world to myself and the Think Media team as well as maybe sharing this with somebody who would get value from it. Do not miss episode number four um, of this series. Do not miss part four, which is the final ingredient, and it's so important, and it's a major mistake that a lot of people are doing that is hurting their YouTube success. And so that is coming soon, or depending on when you're watching this, it's already in the archives of the podcast. Thank you for checking out this episode. My name is Sean Cannell, Rhymes with YouTube channel, and I will see you or connect with you in the next episode. 